Hey, come on, how cool is that? And let me tell you, we, we should pinch ourselves every week um, in our senior pastors being our leaders. I know people traveled all from the farthest tip of, of Australia to hear them speak. And we're so blessed to have Pastor John and Dan as our leaders. So blessed. And just wanted to really encourage you, hey, you know, this conference run, runs annually and it'll be running next year, the 10th to the 12th of September in the Gold Coast. Start saving now. This, this conference is so powerful. And so we'd love to see you there. But hey, it's come to that time of the night where we're, in a moment I'm going to invite up our guest speaker here tonight. And talking about national conference, he was actually the keynote speaker there. And he shared some amazing life transforming messages, both at national conference, but also here this morning. We've been so blessed to have Dr. Sam Chan with us. Um, he travels the world speaking to churches, to conferences, to leaders, to pastors. Uh, and he carries such a great heart for God, heart for leadership leadership. And I know that, you know, he's blessed us so much already. And I'm just so expectant tonight. He's a leadership guru, an amazing man of God. Can we please stand C3 Church as we honor Dr. Sam Chan. Thank you. Please be seated. Please be seated. Please be seated. What an honor to be at C3 Kwana Waters in the Sunshine Coast. It's beautiful here. I live in Atlanta, uh, Georgia, and United States. I won't tell you, there's nothing there close to this. Uh, but you have everything here. And sometimes you may not realize what you have here, but you have something wonderful here. Now, some of you are looking at me and saying, I've seen him somewhere, seen him somewhere, looks familiar. I might have given you a ride in my taxi. Uh, you might have come to my corner store. Uh, uh, but it's, it's just good, good to be here. So I was actually working at a 7-Eleven down there, and pastor came in and said, have you ever spoken in church? I said, no. He said, well, come on, try it out Sunday night. So here I am, you know. If this thing doesn't work out, I'll be back at the 7-Eleven. I... I've been, I've been, uh, I was here in October last year doing some work with the church, consulting work. And um, this morning, both services, this is an amazing church. This is a great, great, great church. And you have uh, some great pastors in this house. Pastor Danielle and Pastor John too. <laughs> Will you join me in saying thank God for who they are? And, uh, and that baby is going to go home with somebody else. Let me tell you, that's a great fantasy. My wife and I went through that fantasy one time. She's holding somebody's baby. And said, like, go give it back. Because, you know, it's, it's great for just to hold the baby. But to wake up three in the morning. Hey, John, can you take care of the baby? Uh, that doesn't work out that well. So uh, <laughs> I've done my time and so have you. When I when I travel different parts, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I travel different parts of the world, I uh, am usually asked the uh, same question in different ways. I've been asked that question even while I've been here at Sunshine Coast, and it is like, how did you get into what you do? 
how how did you get into speaking and writing and consulting and so on and so forth how did you get into it i wish i could give you a really cool strategic answer all i can tell you is i'm the biggest accident you've ever seen nothing strategic about it even though i grew up in church nobody told me that there was destiny on my life if somebody had come out earlier in my life and said to me sam we see some gifts on your life there's destiny on your life i might have minded my life differently but i was just going through life not even realizing that i had purpose on this planet uh i i want to i want to speak very simply on the subject of destiny tonight so here's what we're going to talk about i have destiny you have destiny and we have destiny okay everyone together i have destiny you have destiny and we have okay get your fingers out there this is just this is the most exercise you're going to get all day here we go here we go 1 2 3 and we have destiny uh i i i remember my mother my mother went on to be with the lord in 1982 but she saved all of my report cards from preschool and up uh my preschool in the in the report card in the comment section the teacher writes sam talks too much does not pay attention sam is disruptive sam talks too much my kindergarten teacher writes in the comment section sam has started biting other children talks too much does not pay attention in my first grade as I, i still remember my first grade uh the teacher's name was miss bonnie face it's a british name and and now i still remember my first day of class so uh, you know there are there are desks rows of desks and uh, there's the front of the class and uh, there's the floor and normal kids get to their desk walking on the floor i can still remember me i was walking on top of the of the desk trying to get to my desk and in the comment section she she said sam is disruptive does not pay attention talks too much talks too much talks too much guess how i make my living today talking they have been trying to keep me down from preschool kindergarten first grade but i'm here to tell you if there is destiny on your life does not matter what people say does not matter what happens in your life does not matter what your circumstances are does not matter what your history is if there's destiny on your life does not matter what they wrote on your report card if there is destiny on your life you're not cannot be kept from your destiny because i have destiny you have destiny and we have destiny four quick things about destiny number 1 we all make destiny decisions destiny decisions i don't care how old you are how young you are most of us are in this room because of four maybe six destiny decisions uh in my life in my life my first destiny decision was at the age of 20 when i immigrated from india to the united states i was 20 that was 1973 i'll be 66 this year so save you the math because some of you are going 73 83 93 and so on and so forth uh 
that was a destiny decision. I did not know anybody in the United States of America. Zero. Did not I remember landing at JFK Airport in New York with literally 87 cents in my pocket. Now I remember that literally because of an incident. So I flew in on Air France and I was going to fly on a domestic airline from New York to Atlanta. It's a huge airport. You come out and you got to walk all the way over. So I had my suitcase with me. This is before they had wheels on suitcases. Don't you wish you had invented wheels on a suitcase? So, so this is when I'm carrying my stuff like that. And a shuttle bus came by that was running between terminals. And I got on the shuttle and the bus driver said, that'll be a dollar, sir. And I reached in my pocket and all I had was 87 cents. And like they can do only in New York, he told me to get off my bus, which I did. But that was a destiny decision. The second destiny decision I made in my life was in 1979 when I married Brenda. Uh, we were both students in college and she was chasing after me, chasing me. She's not here, so this is my story. <laughs> There's no way for you to verify. And it could be true too. I mean, I mean, it's like, so, because who you marry is a destiny decision. Okay. How many of you are not married here tonight? Can I see your hands? Not married, not married. You know who you are? It's a destiny decision. Let me tell you, who you marry can make it or break it for you. And all the married people can go, mm-hmm. That was my second destiny. My third destiny decision was I was pastoring a church in Michigan and I left from there to go down to Atlanta to be a university president. And my fourth destiny decision came in 2003 when I resigned that to do what I do now. When you're thinking is right, doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you're in this room because you have made a few, four at the most six destiny decisions so far. We're all making destiny decisions. In the Bible, there was a gentleman by the name of Abraham in the Old Testament. Abraham was married to his wife, Sarah, and they could not have babies. So at the age of 75, when Abraham was 75, God came to Abraham and said to him, Hey, listen, you and your wife are going to have children. In fact, the first one will be a son of promise. And then you're going to have so many children that they'll be like the sands of the sea and the stars of the sky. That meta metaphorically speaking, you're going to have innumerable dynasties behind you. That was at the age of 75. 77 came no baby, 83 came no baby, 85 came no baby. At the age of 86, when he was 86, Sarah says to her husband, Hey, listen, I have this Egyptian uh, slave. Why don't you marry her and have a baby with her? Abraham says, cool. So he got married to her as well. And they made a baby at the age of 86. And this son's name was Ishmael. Ishmael was growing up. Abraham said, maybe this is it. Later on, 14 years later, at the age of 100, Abraham and Sarah have a baby. 
and this baby's name is Isaac. This is the baby of promise. Ishmael's descendants today in our modern world, Ishmael's descendants are known as the Arab nations. Isaac's descendants are known as the Jewish nation. As you look at the Middle East today, do you think that that was a destiny decision? So it was not just Abraham making a baby with his wife. It was a destiny decision in his life. My question for you tonight is, what decisions are you making? What decision are you making about your life, about your education? What decision are you making about your money? What decision are you going to make about your future? Every one of us is making decisions. You're making spiritual decisions. Some people are making decisions about the rest of their life. Uh, in the last year, so many of our celebrities have committed suicide. A destiny decision. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Destiny decisions. You are making destiny decisions about the rest of your life. But your destiny is in the hands of the decisions that you are making. The second thing about destiny is destiny distractions. So there are destiny decisions and there are destiny what? Distractions. Have, have, you, have you ever tried to work on this project and then got distracted and didn't do anything else? Uh, when my wife and I were uh, going together in college, those were the days, I mean, you didn't have text messaging or emails. It was still pen and paper and sometimes pencil. And we wrote letters to each other. That's what we did. We wrote letters to each other. So we got boxes of letters we've written to each other. Some of them are nice letters. Some of them are get lost letters. Oh yeah. You know the makeup letters and the breakup letters and the maybe letters and never letters and always letters. So so, so we've got, we got these stacks of boxes in one part of our house and we decided one day that we're going to clean it up. And the first box we happened to pick up were those letters. Ah, she started reading, I started reading, I started reading to her. We, we start fighting all over again. And how many of you know nothing really got done that day? Destiny distractions. What's distracting you in life tonight? You're going there, but something else catches your attention over there. What is distracting you from what God is calling you to do? What is distracting you in your education? What's distracting you in your future? What is distracting you from the things that you want to do in life? What is keeping you from where you really want to go? What is distracting you? Because see, distractions are everywhere all the time. And then we say things like, when I get older, when I, you know, when this happens. I'm here to tell you, when never happens. If you're waiting for a when, it never happens. You've got to say, today is today. And uh, because my tomorrow is determined by what I do today, I'm a sum total of all the decisions I've made in life and the distractions I walked away from in life. But not only do we make destiny decisions, we have destiny distractions. But we also have destiny developers. Destiny developers in our life. Uh, you know when you are born, when I'm born, we are born with uh, 
parents sometimes it's mom and dad sometimes it's just mom but we are born with parents in some cases it could be just dad but we are born with parents and there's something happens there's something happens but till the age of 12 or 13 our parents are brilliant our parents are smart till the age of 12 or 13 our parents are wise till the 12 age of 12 13 they have the answers to everything but then something happens to them not to us to them by the age of 14 15 tristan is it uh-huh. by the 14 uh, by the age of 14 15 something happens to them and they kind of lose their mind and they they're not wise anymore and, and then we we you know i got two daughters one is 35 one is 37 so i know what i'm talking about so all of a sudden i can drive right i can park right I don't dress right. I don't speak right. If you're going to pick me up at school, can I meet you two blocks down the road? <laughs> mhm. So something happens to our parents, our developers. And then something else happens. By the time we turn into 20, 25, 28, parents get smart again. It's amazing how they go stupid and then they come back smart. And as you get older, you'll find out something, your parents will get smarter. My my mother died in 1982, my dad in 1991. I'm almost 66 next month. And there are many times I wish I could talk to my dad. I wish I could talk to my mom. I'm planning on doing this. What do you think? Can you give me some ideas? Can you give me some thoughts? Your peers are your developers. Your pastors are your developers. You you got to know something about preaching. Preaching is not a speaker coming up here ranting and raving for 35 minutes and spitting on the first row. That's why everybody sits way back there. The purpose of preaching, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to develop us from where we are to where we need to go, to where we need to be. So 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 when you listen to messages, you got to know that the the heart of the pastor is that how we came in is not how we are going to leave, but there's going to be a development taking place in life. So when we listen to messages, it's not just somebody saying good things. When we listen to messages, it is saying he she wants me to develop wants me to grow wants me to mature wants me to have a better life wants me to have a better quality of life wants me to move into my destiny they have a purpose in our life so they can be developers in our life but not only are those are developers the difficult places the tragedies of our life can also be developmental rachel my older daughter was in 2012 was expecting her second baby his name was going to be jude going to be a boy name was going to be jude so we started singing the great song of the church written by the beatles 
hey Jude uh, his bedroom had Jude all over it his car seat had a Jude it was time for him to be born so we all went to the hospital the fa- uh, Rachel's family which would be us our friends our son-in-law's family we were all there expecting this baby they took Rachel back in the to her inside the hospital in the wheelchair so that she could have the baby it took a little longer than we thought it would normally take after a while the doctor comes out and says to the family could I talk to the immediate family in the conference room we knew that couldn't be good news so you go back into the conference room and he sits down with the family and his words were we tried our best but we were not able to save the baby I mean we were wailing we were not just weeping and crying we were just sobbing that night we drove home with the empty car seat we had balloons gas helium balloons they were hanging outside the house welcome home Jude hey Jude all the kind of big old balloons we pulled them down went to the bedroom closed the door a tragedy indeed his name was Jude Rockwell today in my hometown in North India city of Lucknow near Delhi Lucknow we have a school that we started the name of the school is Jude Rockwell Academy we are increasing it one grade at a time every year we've got about 300 students that are coming to that school right now not one of those students is a Christian student they come from Hindu families Muslim families Sikh families Buddhist families in that school the Bible is a textbook their memory verses come from the Bible every class starts with prayer every day there's a chapel going on what was going to be a tragedy in our life has now become a developmental thing in the life of our family we are we're in the we're in the process of building a thousand student building all that when you see that God brings destiny developers in our life even in the hard moments of your life even the tragedies of your life so in the good times and in the bad times in the high times and the low times in the mountaintop in the valley doesn't matter where you are you need to know God that work developing you developing you developing you developing you and brings you to the place that you are in life tonight but number four it takes destiny determination destiny determination I'm here to tell you life is tough there's nothing easy about life so I get introduced on all these platforms tomorrow I'll be in New Zealand doing major conferences but that's not how life has always been so when I went to the United States I couldn't find a job because recession was so high Americans were unemployed foreigners were not being given work permits to work legally 
But I had to eat. I remember, I remember going to this uh, smaller supermarket. His name was Simpsons, about uh, a half a mile, which would be what, about uh, a kilometer or something like that? Uh, from 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 the from the college, it was the size, maybe the size of this room right here. It was called Simpsons, and I walked in there one day because I had no job, but I needed to eat. And I walked in there and said to the manager of the store, "Do you ever throw food away?" He said, "Yes, all food has an expiration date on it." I asked him, "Had he heard of hungry children in India?" He said he did. I said, "Well, the Indian is here." But, but he could not give me food for legal reasons, for liability, for, he could not give me food. So I worked out a deal with him, Pastor John, that every so often I'd go to the store and the food he was going to throw away, I'd help him package that. But he could not give it to me. So we'd walk out of the back door and in the back of the parking area, there was about a dumpster about this high. A commercial big old is that what you call it here? Dumpster? Okay. Big old dumpster about this high. About the size of this cage. And I said to him, throw it in real carefully. He threw it in. I jump in the dumpster. Pick up my food. Throw it back out. Jump out. If you ever want to go dumpster diving, can I give you some professional advice? Getting in is easier than getting out. And there are other God's creations that are crawling in there. Everything is different on the other side. And that's how life was for quite a while. Life is not easy. So here I am, just got through speaking at national conference, but people don't realize I've been dumpster diving. Life is not all people make it look like. Because you have platform speakers who will make it look like they that go from glory to glory. My life has gone from mess to mess. But I'm here to tell you, if you're determined, if you don't get distracted, if you let stuff develop in your life, and you make destiny decisions, you will walk into your destiny. Because I have destiny and you have destiny and we have destiny. In the Old Testament, there's a book by the name of Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 1, it says this. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 1. Now these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem unto the residue of the elders which were carried away captives and to the priests and to the prophets and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. Let's stop there for a minute. So this is the context. The context is who is this letter being written to? God is writing this letter through the words of Jeremiah to a group of people who are locked up. These people are prisoners of war. These people are in another country and the name of the country is Babylon. The name of the king is Nebuchadnezzar. They are, they have been taken into slavery from Jerusalem. Now they are in another country. They are feeling helpless. 
they are feeling hopeless and when you are in that position nobody is thinking of destiny verse 10 and 11 verse 10 for thus said the Lord that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon I will visit you and perform my good work toward you in causing you to return to this place verse 11 for I know the thoughts that I think toward you says the Lord thoughts of peace and not of evil and I want you to pay special atten attention to the last phrase to give you and what expected end mm. an expected end the prisoners of war are saying this is it this is the end nobody can help us we have no destiny no we are not going anywhere we're gonna die here God is saying no that's not true I have a totally different expected end for you somebody in here needs to know God has an expected end so I want to add a fourth dimension to this I have destiny you have destiny we have destiny and nothing can stop me you ready one two three I have destiny you have destiny we have destiny and and what and what and what nothing can stop us I was in uh, you were in ninth grade right now when I was in 10th grade 10th grade I went to the best school in our city when I was in 10th grade I failed flunked my entire 10th grade uh, we had 13 subjects average flunkies amateur failures people who don't know what they're doing may fail one or two or three subjects but if you're gonna fail have some pride about it <laughs> I mean if you're gonna fail fail with excellence I failed all 13 subjects yeah got the award for the flunky of the year the flunky of the year now now in the when I when I failed my 10th grade if you had come and tapped me on my shoulder and said Sam I know you fail right now but you have an expected end that down the road you're gonna be a uni president in the United States I'd ask you what you smoking Because you see, in the moment, it seems like this is it. And we allow those moments of life to start defining our future. But I come by to tell you that I have destiny and you have destiny and we have destiny and nothing can stop and that is the word of the Lord for us tonight that nothing can stop you keep your eyes on what God has for you I have destiny and 
you have destiny and we have destiny and nothing can stop you. And once you know that, you will know you will make destiny decisions. There will be destiny distractions. But God will bring around destiny developers. Tristan, you know what you did when those three of the four guys got saved? That's 75%. You are destiny developer. But for you to walk into your destiny, it'll take determination. You won't get there. That brother in the back who was celebrated tonight, who has become a partner with Deloitte, it wasn't easy, was it? I've consulted with Deloitte. All of South Africa, I've consulted with all the Deloitte people. I know many of the partners. I know the CEO. I'm here to tell you, that man has had to work day and night, and night and day, without much rest. I mean, that's not an easy thing. And there were many times that I'm sure he wanted to say, hey, forget this. But once you're determined, if you have determination in your life, it's not easy. So don't let anybody make it look like uh, they got it going on. Nobody's got it going on. Everybody's having to work hard. So put your nose down there. Keep your head down there and work it out. 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 Stay determined to what God has called you to do. Because I have destiny and you have destiny and we have destiny and nothing can stop me. Let me pray with you. So Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for reminding us that we were born with an expected end. We were born with destiny. We were not born to wander in life. We were not placed on this planet to occupy space and suck air. We were placed with an expected end. Help us now in Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. No one's looking around. I wonder if you're here in this room and say, I know I have destiny and tonight I just want the Lord to help me stay determined and firm. It could be in your education, could be in your finances, could be in your job, could be in your business, but you just need the Holy Spirit to come by tonight and give you some extra high octane into your determination. And you want the Lord to help you with your determination toward your destiny. Right where you're seated, can you just lift up your hand so I can pray with you? I can pray with you. I can pray with you. I can pray with you. You can put your hands down. So Lord, I thank you for all the hands that have been lifted. Walking into our destiny. So often we feel like those Israelites, locked up, prisoners of war, feeling like it's all over. But tonight, you're reminding us, we were born with destiny. And because you're going to do that in our life, you're prayer answering God. We want to put our hands together, give you praise in this place. We want to give you honor in this place. We want to, yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Bow your heads in prayer one more time. The greatest destiny that you were born with was to be saved. The greatest destiny you were born with was to give your life to the Lord. The greatest destiny you were born with was to make heaven your home. The greatest destiny you were born with is when you say yes to Jesus. In a moment, I'm going to count to three. 
and the count of three if you want just say lord please forgive me of my sins i won't embarrass you won't have you come to the front right where you're seated if you'll just lift up your hand at the count of three i'll pray with you maybe at one time you served the lord with gladness in your heart but then distractions happened and you're not serving him like you need to like you know you want to that that space is empty in your life and there's that emptiness that is propelling you and tonight you just want to come back home you want to rededicate your life to the lord when i count to three lift up your hands so at the count to three you want to give your life to the lord ask him to forgive your sins on the count of three if you want to just rededicate your life and come back home one two three can i see your hands can i see your hands can i see your hands is there another hand can i see your hands can i see your hands i'll wait just another few seconds for you is there anyone else i see your hands other hands their hands in different places anybody else i want everyone everyone to repeat this prayer after me dear jesus thank you for coming in this world dying for me so i could live i give you my life i give my all you my king you my lord from this day on i will serve you forever and ever and now lord we rejoice we put our hands together as a thank you thank you we celebrate we celebrate we celebrate we celebrate amen 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 i have something i'd like to give you uh if the media team can put it up there if you go to samjan.com/free two things will happen both of them free number one you're going to get that book free of charge it's simply called leadership essentials it's a number of my books that have been put together by my publishers so that will be available to you and the num- second thing will happen is every week on your wednesday you're going to get a 2 minute or less video of something to do with leadership it's free of charge you can keep it pass it on on your facebook on your instagram on your twitter you don't like it dump it it is free so because it is free it comes with a money back guarantee so uh you can take a picture of that if you want to you can do that right now if you want to however you want to do that but this is available to you so before i take my seat we're going to do this three times the first two are rehearsals the last one is for real you ready got your hands out you may want to warm up for this one you know it's like all right here we go 1 2 3 i have destiny you have destiny we have destiny and nothing can st- one more time i have destiny you have destiny we have destiny and nothing ready now 1 2 3 i have destiny and you have destiny and we have destiny and nothing can stop god bless you thank you